0: Peace, brothers and sisters! Let's resume our series, A New Humanity. Today's topic will be the blueprint for building up the church. Our passage can be found in Ephesians 4, 11-16. Last Sunday, we talked about unity and diversity. In chapter 4, verse 7. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. If Christ has given us different gifts, there's only one purpose so that we can build his body, which is the church now from verses 11 to 16 there's a very clear theme which is the growth of the church as long as they're alive there must be growth but we must have have a healthy growth we should not grow to be unhealthy and overweight This would be an unhealthy type of growth. The church is a body of Christ. There is life within the church. When there is life, there must be growth, and it must be a healthy growth. Verses 11-16 teaches us the blueprint for building a healthy growth and a healthy church these six verses have two points which is first your personal growth and the second is the church's growth as a whole For the church to grow, the individual Christian must grow. So if the church fails to grow, it is the responsibility of each individual. Because perhaps the individual did not grow. One person once asked Gandhi, he asked, what is the biggest obstacle to the spread of Christianity in India? Gandhi said, Christians. Taiwan is a place that is hard to evangelize. And a, 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 a church organization gave a research. He said, Taiwanese people do not believe in Christ because of three reasons. The first, Christians do not have good testimony. The second, no one shared the gospel to them. The third, they already have their own beliefs. The biggest problem is Christians do not have a good testimony. Christians. We are the greatest force for evangelism. But perhaps we are also the biggest obstacle for evangelism. This is dependent on if your life is showing growth or maturity. Again, in 11 to 16, it shows us the blueprint for building up a healthy church. From 11 to 15, it tells us the growth of the individual. And verse 16 is the growth of the church. So if you look at the ratio, it's five verses to one It shows us that our personal growth is very important We must not always complain about the church that the church is doing wrong here or there. Perhaps the church is not growing because there's no progress with the, in, with the individual. So may God help us. May God grant us a good personal growth. So we can help build each, one, each other up and build a mature church. Let's go to the first part. individual growth. The individual growth. From verses 11 to 15. These five verses tell us two things the gifts that God gives us and the purpose of these gifts. Let's look at the first one the gift that God gives us. Verse 11. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. We see four types of people with five kinds of gifts. Why only four types of people? Because the original text. The pastor and teacher. Both pastor and teacher share the same article. So the pastor and teacher is the same individual. So our pastor is also a teacher. Or in other words, a pastor must have the ability to teach. Because he will be the shepherd of his people and he must teach their word. So therefore I say there's four kinds of people but five types of gifts the apostle the prophet the evangelist pastor and teachers five kinds of gifts of course these it's not limited to these five gifts If you look at 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12, there are many other gifts, such as such as the gift of healing, miraculous powers, tongues, interpretation, giving, encouragement, and administration these five gifts mentioned in Ephesians are very important gifts within the church because these are the gifts that are most uh, related to building up the church the first one is apostle an apostle originally meant to be sent. According to Acts chapter one twenty-two, 22, <laughs> the apostles were there to be the eyewitness of the resurrection of God. <laughs> so these are the Lord's witnesses. <laughs> and also the church's authority. So in this technical aspect, the sense, there are no more apostles today. But with a broader definition, the gift of apostleship is still present. Which means that these are people that we send to do new works. These are the people who plant churches. These are the people with the gift of apostleship. However, they do not have the authority of an apostle. So when a lot of people would say that they are apostles, I have a bit of reservation towards them. Second, prophets. These prophets refer to those who receive Revelations directly from God. They can either prophesy or preach. But God's revelation has already been revealed to this day and age. So both the Old and the New Testament have been completed. So therefore, prophets are here to build up the church based on the revealed truth of God's Word. If they say that they have a new revelation that is not written in the Bible, this might be, or it might be opposed to the Bible, we should not accept this. The third, evangelist, these are people with a gift of evangelism. We know evangelism is a responsibility of each believer. But there are particular people with a better, with a bigger gift of this evangelism these are the people who encourage us and teach us how to evangelize they train us, challenge us and help us so that we can evangelize better the fourth pastors and teachers in the original language it is the shepherds and the teachers of the truth A pastor is a shepherd. And a teacher is the one who teaches the word. And in the original language, I repeat that these two gifts refer to one person. The pastor is also the teacher. He has the gift of shepherding and teaching. In the Chinese, it is Boksu And this, the definition is very accurate. He has a shepherd's heart and also the ability of a teacher. So may God help us. The second what is the reason that God gave us these gifts in verses 12 to 13 to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Verse 12, the original language means for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ these three fours tell us the purpose of God's gifts for the perfecting of the saints perfecting means to train to equip with God's purpose in giving these five gifts is to train and to equip. So each believer can come up and serve. Especially for those who are serving full time in the church, please be aware. Our most important work is to equip the saints. I can do anything, everything myself. But if I do not train the saints, if I even if I work for three days and three nights without sleeping, and everyone would see me toiling uh, endlessly, and I would work myself to death, but still I would not be a successful pastor I still would be a failure because I forgot one thing my most important mission is to equip and train the saints it is not me alone doing the work I must raise up others to work with me co-workers please listen to me we do not need a Superman in this. Why? Because whenever Superman appears, you would notice that there's a lot of spectators around him. Is观众啊, because he is the leader. Is a he's a their audience. Is They're all watching him work. So so they're all watching him working, and no one is working. So these audience members would lose their opportunity to grow and serve. May God help us. We must perfect the saints. Second. It is for the work of the ministry. When we equip believers, and we put them in different positions of authority, according to their gifts to serve God, and allow them to do work in their ministries, our problem is we do not want to let go. We are afraid that they will not do well. But the truth is, God never asks for perfection. Of course, we do say that the Lord deserves the best. There's nothing wrong with this. But what does one's best mean? It is when someone does all that he can do. CPCP我要求我這個受用兄的藍都記,get So church, we do not expect everybody to be perfect or to be experts. Simply give your best that you can give. I have served in the church for 30 years. I realized on the job training. The best form of training is on the job. At the beginning, you will not do as well. But throughout time, he or she will improve. So we must let go and allow them to serve the third for the building up of the body of Christ we equip believers we entrust the work to them and the ultimate goal is to build up the body of Christ so please listen Whether the church will be built up or not depends on whether believers perform their duties or not. Whether every believer does his best in fulfilling his duties or not, depends on whether believers have been equipped or not. So the growth of the church is a responsibility of the entire church and the responsibility of these pastors and teachers is to impart it to these believers. So church, how do we raise up the saints? Verse 13 gives us an important answer until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ this passage gives us two points believers must reach unity in the faith number one So, they have to reach unity in the faith. In chapter 4, verse 5, it talks about one faith. We have the same faith. It mentions that this is the faith. Not just one faith, but the faith. The Chinese Bible translates it as more accurate it says this is the truth the faith refers to the basic truths so before the church is to be edified and built we must all believe in the same faith or truth so so we must understand these basic truths together. Only then can we have unity within the faith. We know that our church has six core values. One of which, which is to be Bible rooted. If we do not know. The word of God, we will not have roots. If we do not have roots, how can we build it up and grow? In the Bible, there are 66 books. I'm not boasting But I can at least tell you What each book is talking about So church How many books can you talk about? May God help us The name of our church is A Christian Bible church The, The word Bible is in the name of our church Because we believe that each believer and saint must understand the scripture. Without it, how can we grow together? We also the second point is believers must know the Son of God. There's a movie entitled Still Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, the protagonist is Julian Moore. And the context is she is a linguistics professor. But at the age of 50, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Julian Moore. Uh, In 2015, she won the Oscars for Best Actress based on this, this movie. because of this movie. She won because she studied this disease. She used a lot of time to research what Alzheimer's really is. She interviewed these patients. She went to the hospital to observe these patients. So, in the end, she was able to portray the character quite well. And she won the Oscars Church. We must know the Son of God. We must really put in the time. To really have a life interaction with who he is. How tell me, how the entire time you've been a Christian, how deep have you known Christ? In Hosea 6.3 reminds us, let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge Him. We must give our effort and our strength to know Him. Our relationship with the Lord is just like a married couple. There's only one day in the wedding. Then you are now a couple. But it takes a lifetime to get to know each other even more. So may God help us. In Ephesians 14 to 15, or are there to supplement verse 13. It tells us if a person already knows Christ, he will have he will behave in two different ways. The verse 14 is a negative side That he he will not be shaken by others Verse 15 is a positive aspect If if he is in Christ, he will build others up in love Just using one word Just using one word those who know the Lord will not be shaken. So we can explain this all in one word, which is stability. God help us. Someone who knows the Lord, He will stand strong. He will not be deceived by the cunningness and the craftiness of people. Because he is standing within the truth. Uh, There is a very famous pastor in the United States, Reverend Harold Camping. His name is Reverend Harold Camping. This person is a very famous pastor. And he has once said, He said that on May 21st of 2011 will be the end of the world. And many believers believed him. And were afraid. And they sold everything that they had let me ask you are you afraid? 2011 has passed and the world has not yet ended so we, got we must stand firm within the truth there's many believers who act like children like spiritual children because they do not know the truth just like in this past two years because of the pandemic a person is afraid even though the vaccine is out a lot of people are unwilling to be vaccinated and there are many reasons but there's one reason that's very interesting he so do not get vaccinated why not Because it's a mark of the beast If you inject it Then you're in the hands of Satan I tell you if you read the Bible well The mark of the beast Will be a spiritual mark Not a physical one economic mark Because if you do not have this mark You cannot purchase anything It is not about your health May God help us We must understand the truth well So that we will be not deceived Let me ask you Are you standing firm within the truth? Lady the second is those who know the Lord will build up each other in love let's look at verse 15 instead speaking the truth in love we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ the first word instead from verses 14 to 15 there's a contrast a person who knows the son of God he is one who stands firm in the truth and on the other on the side that he could also speak the truth in love and build others up in love. In other words, he can love other people. Did you know that many Christians do not know how to coexist with one another? If I'm a Christian myself, there's no problem. But getting along with others, that's a problem. Because people are self centered. A mature Christian will know that he lives for Christ. He lives for others. And he can build each other up in love. There's another famous pastor by the name of John Wesley. Before he was famous. He would have a monthly income of 30 pounds His expenses, monthly, is 28 pounds Later on, he became very famous He was invited to preach a lot. Now his monthly income is 450 pounds. But he continues to spend 28 pounds. You know why? Because the excess is given to those who are in need, the poor and the needy. Paul tells us, so a person who knows Christ, his heart does not only have God, but have others. So let us use love to build one another up. To build up the body of Christ. May God help us and the second aspect is about the growth of the body as a whole only one verse verse 4.16 for him the whole body Joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work <laughs> Build itself up in love here itself does not mean the individual but the church This verse tells us two important things. That every part of the body must move. You know what I'm For him, the whole body, joined together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. A healthy body has all of parts of its body working together. The right hand will help the left hand and vice versa. Except if this person is having a stroke, perhaps his right side of his body will not be able to move. In the same way, the church has to grow and improve. Every part of its body must be moving and healthy. Then the second thing is every part of the body must move according to the command of the head. Let's see what the Bible says. For him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament. May God help us? No matter what body part you are, you are controlled by the head. Simply put, you cannot just do whatever you want to do. You must listen to the head. Like what? Like an orchestra. You see, there's many uh, instrumentalists there with different instruments. What instrument is the one that is encircled? That is a drum. You cannot simply hit the drum casually. You cannot hit it whenever you want to hit it. You must look at the conductor. Because if you don't listen to him, then you'll be creating noise, not music, to the church. From verses 11 to 16, the six verses, five talks about the personal growth and the first and the other one the one verse talks about the coordination and the growth of the church this is an important reminder many people living as a christian individually have no problems but when they begin to work with other Christians problems arise but please remember in this world no Christian is an island we need others to help us become a Christian so we must uh, work together and we must grow, uh grow together as a church just like what i said last week if you remember an individual competes but teamwork wins championships each individual must do their best to compete. But if you want to be champions, you must have teamwork. Church, do not be casual in your criticism about the church. Do not say that the church is unloving that the church has not grown or the church has not listened to your opinions or the church is bad or good here if the church is unloving is it because that you are not loving if the church does not improve is it because you are not improving improving? whenever we criticize a church we must first ask ourselves how about me? if there's no personal growth the church will not grow so where does the growth of the church begin? begins with you and I May God bless you. May God work through you and me and build up the church. Let's pray. also 要 kill Gao with Jimbo Gao to get the keep the to ming like Kokjing Nan off the old and put on the new Tukou wa the new life elebei ga best